You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. International superstar Zach Amico here to tell you about Luis J. Gomez's new podcast. What? International. First of all, I'm the one with the nicknames. You say, real-ass dude, Puerto Rican rattlesnake, Luis J. Gomez, and you're not calling yourself international superstar. Louis J. Gomez, the Puerto Rican rattlesnake, the real ass just, dude's just real fucking ass. For, just forget it. Go to standupnewyorklabs.com, subscribe on iTunes, the real ass podcast, real ass comedians talking about real ass shit every Wednesday morning. Get it. You're listening to Lust for Life with Mad Dog Mattern. All right, my people, this is the second time I'm doing this intro. The first one was magic, so now I feel pressure to try and re-magic. Is even a word, re-magic? That's what they should have said when the Lakers were going for their back-to-back in 88. Re-magic. Re-magic. Mm. It have been amazing. Hmm. All right, this is America's number one podcast. We were voted on by Canadians. Benji was there. I was there. I was mobbed. I had to walk around with like a Groucho Marx thing on so people wouldn't recognize me. And then they mobbed him for thinking he was still Groucho <laughs> right, Marx. Exactly. Yeah, because Montreal's a little Same behind face. when it comes They're to the Marx Brothers' death. <laughs> and they liked the, the like more old school type comedy, like the slapsticky type of stuff. That's not Groucho, like Chaplin. Are you being serious? Still? Yeah. Yeah. At the French, just for last po- French festival. comedy is very like over the top, animated, a lot of props. They hmm. don't even like the holding a mic. They like the like the Britney Spears thing. Come on, really? So their hands are free. Whoa. It's like falling off ladders and mimes and shit like that. I love how the wireless mic has become the Britney Spears thing. No, not wireless. It's like the face but, one. But the face one. Yeah. But that is now just associated yeah, right. with her. <laughs> no, that's it. Because she has to have her hands free to have a snake covering half her tits. So right. let's be honest about that. I mean, that's just truth. Are we talking truth? We're talking it. Well, we're talking logistics, really. Well, that too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. logistics and truth, hand in hand. <laughs> yeah, I think some new news channel, that will be <laughs> their slogan. That's their fair and balance. <laughs> we're also worshipped by Australians. We are forgotten by Costa Ricans. We are ignored by Argentinians. And I think we're going to win over France after this episode. I, I have so, faith. So. Or and I, completely lose them. We might right. lose them. <laughs> after they just shat all over their comedy. Yeah. I heard that Zindan, Zindan is a huge fan of this podcast, and that's all that matters to me, even though he headbutt one of my beloved is that, is that Italian a players. Oh, okay. Yes, Sorry. he's a dude in 2006 Sorry. acted a fool. Yeah. Gerard Depardieu? What about him? Where does he stand on this whole thing? Fucking huh? green card, dog. Is he still, he's still around, right? He's, he's got to be. Okay. He's got to be doing speaking engagements in France. Absolutely. Like, I'm in is, America. Yeah. You can too. <laughs> like he's like Jordan Belfront at the end. Of- or he's got a small storage builds business out of his nostrils. Let's remake Wolf of Wall Street with different leading men. Everyone else is the same, and just see how ridiculous it. <laughs> Depardieu as Jordan Belfront. <laughs> the it. movie's seven stars. It's already a five star. It's a seven star movie. Send me this pen. Send me this pen. Let's do that. That's what I want. And. Yes. I want Martin Lawrence to play Depp the Quaalude. does it. That would be the best. <laughs> that just says every movie. Depp- that was every movie. <laughs> oh, we get it. It's insane. All Sorry. right, so welcome. This is Lust for Life. I am looking straight in the eyes of the king. He is... The right hand of the king. The right hand of the king. Well, that's too... The eyes of the king sounds weird. That sounds like a goddamn Billy Idol lyric. Um, mm. Eyes of the king. He's the hand of the king. He is the right hand. He is Benji Suswan, a.k.a. a sweet, 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 sweet one. Woo! America. Great to be back. But, Brody, we couldn't do this without you. Little under the weather, but I think I could I could wing it. Mm. How you describe yourself coming back from the Just for Last Festival is me eight days a week. <laughs> for the most part. I had an, an I go like a month dr- not drinking, and then I go full-on Sinatra for like a month. So I'm like mm. one of those. And I'm in a Sinatra month, but I took last night off. Boy, I feel wonderful. Oh, that's good. feel great. Speaking of Sinatra, I got to see Don Rickles live. Oh, oh my. It's wow. great, right? What a treat. I tried... Saying hi to him, I was behind him and like touched him, and he didn't turn around. Yeah, I should just say I shook his hand. No one's gonna verify it. (laughs) To touch him and not turn around, yeah, that seems like a lot. Well, he was being like mobbed, of course. Everyone wanted to get pictures. Chevy Chase was there getting pictures with him. If you wanted to get his attention, you just bring up the LA Dodgers. Yeah, that's his obsession. 
Oh, I could have talked baseball. Just be like, yeah, see how quick. Oh, yeah, he's, he's hitting real good. He, he needs to hit the cutoff, man. Oh, look at you, hockey puck. It would have been the greatest thing ever. Wow. <laughs> see, now I got your you're in with Don Rickles. <coughs> I'm in, baby. That's it, baby. <laughs> Sitting in one of our all-time great third mics. Thank you, sir. My main dude, the Maka himself, Mr. Grant Gordon. Thank you very much. Good to be here. Thanks for My having me again. My main dude, man. Thank you. In a few minutes, we'll be bringing on our guest. He's a wonderful human being mm. that I'm friends with. Her name is... Uh, Lydia, and she is. All right, we're, we're calling her a feminist. She's gonna just state who she is. All right, I know people right. get mis. One of the reasons why I wanted her on is everyone, dudes hear the word feminist and freak the fuck out. They just think it's some girl who's just throwing things at you, saying can't say this, can't do that. Yeah. And I think just like anything else, couple people to the extreme ruin it for everyone else. Sure. All right, and so let's we're gonna straighten shit out today. That's right. Dig we, into it. We got forty-five minutes where we're gonna go punch in and figure it out. And yeah, there'll be no yeah. issues like between domestically men and women. abusive right, yeah. punching. Shit, that's very, a wrong yeah, wording very, you know, for the feminist strong episode. Strong hugging, maybe some shaking. Gonna, yeah, yes. exactly. But Just, I think we want know. her scene over. So yeah. there we go. Don't yeah. probably start listening. <laughs> um, gotta love taking shots at him. <laughs> so that's coming up in a few minutes. <clears throat> um, one more thing in the banter session. Because yeah. we haven't had a banter session in a while on this show. The old BS. The, the old BS. <laughs> My initials. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's outstanding, sweet one. So... There is a new television show that I'm crazy about. Right, yes. Okay. And the and anticipation. I was I'm so good at radio, I was teasing it before the podcast. I know. All right. And I, you guys are like, what's the name of the show? Yeah. We'll save it for there. It's called You're the Worst. You're the Worst. It's on FX. I heard it talked about on a podcast yesterday. Um I'm a big fan of Grantlin and their podcast. And they had yeah. they had a rom com week, which I'm out. I'm all I'm taking my chips and folding even two aces at that point at the poker table. It's like, ugh, rom coms. I don't like them. Mm. Um, they bring up this show, how dirty it is, and they describe a scene to me. Um, this is an FX show. This is not HBO or Showtime. FXX? No, just FX. But they, they're putting two more X's in it. Yeah. They describe hmm. a, uh, a spitting on genitalia scene that allowed on, yes, basic cable. I go, oh, this sounds interesting. Mm. It's a dude who sells a book. It, they give him a large sum of money. He gets a Hollywood Hills mansion or house, super house. The book doesn't sell, so he's miserable. He's at a wedding of an ex and basically tells her in front of everyone that, why'd you invite me? You're passive aggressive. You're garbage. He gets thrown out, meets another girl who's, who's at the wedding stealing a gift from the bride. And they each call each other the worst and they don't, neither of them want a relationship, end up kind of in one. Mm. And as I'm watching it, I go, oh my God, this looks like someone's life. This looks like mm -hmm. some things that I have said. You're like, whose mm -hmm. life am I thinking? Yes. <laughs> Man, I'm not good at these. No, I'm not either. Yeah, we shouldn't do this. No. Three months later, you're like, yeah, we still shouldn't be doing this. Boy, that looked familiar. It is outstanding. It is wrong. There are some horrible things that these people do. Mm. But deep down, it's all that we're all just trying to find someone. And we try to convince ourselves that we're not. And then sometimes when that happens, that's when you find it. Right. That's anything. When you expect shit. Right. Kiss of death. Kiss of death. We no expectations. This. Yes. Yep. Oh, lower them, baby. Got to fly without a net, baby. Yeah. What are your ex expectations for the semester? All straight Fs. Man, you, you're looking unrealistic. Right. <laughs> well, just set it a little lower. What? All Fs. <laughs> you have to have something to build on. Yeah. Career-wise, when you get something in your career, it's when you go, nothing good's ever going to happen to me. I'm just going to try and do what I am and be who yeah. I am. Right. Yeah. Boom. Then that happens. Yes. Well, I think it's important to realize what's in your control and what isn't. So whatever I could control, I'm going to do the best I can. Whatever's out of my control, I can't be worried with. Right. It's out of my control. And you truly feel you know, at peace with that when you really yeah. are doing what you yeah. can control. Exactly. You know, it's when you're not that you feel that guilt, though. That's it. You know, but yeah. And say so it brings up because like, like, sometimes we put pressure on ourselves to be in relationships, right? I've got to get someone. Right. I need to find someone. Well, our society also, I feel like, does that, too. Tells you, too, man, yeah. that you can't be happy and single. Yeah, it's it, weird. It's ridiculous, but at times you are lonely and you would like yeah. some companionship. Sometimes lonely, sometimes lonely. And but when you're like, oh, I gotta find someone, and you're on sixteen thousand dating right. sites. Right, that's no way to do anything, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. You're on Tinder, mm -hmm. all the other ones, Cougar, Cougar Life. You don't J even Dave. like girls over forty-five. Right. You're on J Date and Christian Mingle somehow. I'm sure, both. mix it together. Buddha date. Is there a Buddha date? You're there Buddhist. There is not a Buddha date. They don't need it, man. Oh, they, they got to start that. No. No one knows what the hell they are, these Buddhists. They can't get them together to do anything. They're like a mm. bunch of cats. They know? really like that? <laughs> a bunch they're of cats. They're not organized? There's no, like... There, there's all these different sects, and there's not, you know, and it's like, what is a Buddhist? Is it somebody... 
it's a philosophy. It's also a religion. So are we talking somebody that meditates consistently? Are we talking? So there's all these, you know, it's just like what what really makes someone a Buddhist. So you on this website, the same thing <clears> they do, I guess, with like J-Date, are you like observant or practicing cultural so you can have like different types of Buddhists there? I guess there. you're right. Yeah. I just meditate. And yeah. Interesting. But it also religious. does seem a little bit, uh, you know, uh, you know, not anti-Buddhistic, but to even force some kind of relationship out of that, out of the Buddhist thing. You know what mm. I mean? To be pushing for one. No, I think it's just you, you want know? people like-minded who are also into what you're into. That's yeah. what that is. That's what that is. But you got me thinking now with J-Date. So <laughs> if someone is on J-Date trying to like like uh, talk on like a Jewish holiday, is that a no? No, that's no, fine. You can get away religious. with that? Yeah, of course. Oh, my God. I don't even think that you have to be Jewish. You just have to like Jews. Yeah, Jews are loose, man. <laughs> that's, that's me. I always end up with Irish Catholics, but uh, on paper, Jewish broads every time. Love them. Oh, God bless America. Outstanding. Mm -hmm. But Good see, nation. Yeah. But see, when you throw everything up in the air and go, I don't care anymore, mm -hmm. that's when you find someone. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? that's true. It's accidents. Anytime I get in a relationship, it's always been an accident. It's been an absolute accident. Yeah. It's it. Craziness. Like, uh, uh, I gotta go. I'll, I'll stop are by you, there tonight. Are you watching this show with your girl right now? No. On purpose? Um, I just watched it on accident. I had a hangover yesterday, big shock after the way I've been talking, and I was like, oh, this sounds good. And as, as I'm throwing down my third and fourth pieces of pizza, respectively, as a health nut, um, I was like, this is fucking amazing, man. Mm. And, uh, but I saw a lot of similarities to things I've been going through mm. here and there. Maybe she should be watching it to get yeah. a better insight into you if you identify with it. Well, let's, uh, you know. Boom. Boy, you guys just outed me of kind of having wow, a, yeah. a girl right now. All right. So, what are you... Wait, you outed yourself? Maybe what I might what are we, what are we, Yeah, what, were there curtains? What are you, gay? <laughs> yeah. What are you... Don't get me started on that discussion. <laughs> <laughs> I, had to def I had to talk to someone about that at your birthday party yeah, after you left. The really? most r r ridiculous question ever. I had to talk about Let's do it real quick. And then I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to bring the dude in one day. And then we got to get Lydia in here. Um, this question was... I missed... Benji's birthday party by two minutes. Myself, John Laster, and right. Super Tramp were here at the club, and we got done, and we jumped in the cab, and we got there, we missed him by two minutes, and then someone brought up, he'll remain nameless, here's a question. You could have sex with a dude, but uh, no one knows you had sex with a dude, or you could not have sex with a dude, but everyone thinks you had sex with a dude. Me and Laster just go, without a question, you not don't have sex with a dude, dude, but everyone thinks it. And then I explained what I've explained on this podcast before when I had the HOCD for a couple, uh, a while and was had to deal with that. And then I'm like, how do you deal with it? Going, all right, if I am, who cares? Right. But I, you know you're not, so you don't want to do the act. So if everyone thinks it, that's one of the reasons why you end up thinking you were. So I, and then I saw the dude get pissy and just like judgment. Mm. And so it got hot. We haven't talked since, so who knows? But really? I think it's stupid and it just shows... That the status This other of dude it. was saying, I'd rather have sex with a dude than people. And, people and nobody knows about it. Yeah, and then I'm going, well, I think you might have some deeper issues yeah, if that's Did he answer. just come out to you? Definitely. That's the question. And then he yep. was like, what about girls, man? What if a girl, every girl thinks that you had sex with a dude? I'm like, with one that dude. makes you a more open-minded dude. Yeah, I think with girls would that be into points. that. That's points in 2014, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I hate to tell you the quality <laughs> of girl girls that you'll that get. I that right now. I wish I could. Yeah, God. Every so often, why not? Yeah, I'm loose it, like that. Kill David Bowie. Bring a dick in. <laughs> and you one. Know? Just one doesn't make you anything. Sure, no. Curious. It could be That's an accident. What it makes you. you could slip on it. Slip <laughs> and hit a dick. Yeah. Slip on a banana peel. <laughs> yeah. Fall right into right, someone's right, ass. Right into a dick. I mean, it oh. happens. Well, well here's the question. Once. Yes. Yeah. Would you, if you had to do either one, would you want to take it or give it? <sighs> give it. I would want to be so drunk. Then I could I okay. couldn't, I couldn't drunk do anything. In both situations. And I think you give it. I'm a giver. If you're drunk. Yeah, no, definitely. I just uh, but remember, I obviously have put myself through this scenario a million times when I was lost my mind. Oh, and right. uh yeah. Uh I could just honestly tell you I'd rather be anywhere but there. So that's there. I swear to God, half the time those announcers aren't saying anything in any real language. It's a goal and just a bunch of monopanapia forward sounding. Oh, I would so have to think of a girl problem. Well, that's why you would give it. Yes. You can't be taking it and thinking of a girl. Boy, this really started with a nice talk. Well, about I mean, I guess you could, but then you're like really lying to yourself. Yeah. 
We'll see. Oh, man. We, right, this will be another topic for another. Because, yeah, the, now it's going to go flat out be a sex episode. Because now I have some porn issues I want to bring up to people. Mm. Like, ah, oh, fuck it. Never mind. Let's, Maybe let's we can bring her in and loop in the conversation. Liddy can hang, man. She can. All right, let's That's take a break. Was... She, yeah, she's, this is one of the dopest motherfuckers you ever meet. I, I hope you're okay with the word dope. Um, <laughs> motherfuckers was in that yeah. <laughs> I stole that that line from like Jenny Garoppolo 20 years ago I need to tell her that I stole it from her is Garoppolo? Time. oh wow great. yeah yeah. I saw her on TV stop doing... telling people you're stealing lines oh, from Jenny Garoppolo fuck it if you're honest you're on wow that's god I saw a movie she's in finally that I I should have seen for my generation I didn't like it and I have to keep my mouth shut I'd like to discuss it with her but I mean, that's a dig reality bite sucks and it represents my gen. What a piece of shit movie! I didn't see it. That is. I didn't see it and Ethan Hawke's a good actor. Yeah, Holy he's good. shit, he's unlikable in that. Oh, yeah, man. Man, man, man. Shut the fuck up and get a job, Whoa. asshole. Whoa. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry, lady. I'm getting beat with that shit. Whoa. What an asshole. Ben Stiller's no, no. It's about time this reality bites got only, a piece. Yes, I've been holding it back for years, and no one can fucking hold me back. <laughs> yeah, reality bites represents my generation, Generation X, and it's a bunch of bullshit. Singles is a better fucking movie. Oh. I used to get in arguments with Rebecca. We used to wait tables with years ago oh. over what's Zervon. better. Yeah, yeah, and she liked goddamn reality bites, and I go, never seen it but I don't believe in it. Mm. And then I saw it, and I said, fuck it. I, a singles is a real movie. I haven't seen that either. Oh, yeah. you're all Empire fired. Records? I've I never seen it. <laughs> okay. I haven't seen it. I've never seen it. Lydia, Lydia thumbs saw up? It. It's okay. a good movie. All right, we'll discuss more of this in a minute. It's time to talk feminism after all that nonsense. Yes. All that gay stuff. All yeah. that, yeah. And by gay stuff, <laughs> we be reality bites. All right, we'll see you in a minute. <laughs> Booyah! Or? No, 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 I, I oh. got you, my you got friend. I don't know your last name. That'll be that'll be its own thing. Don't matter. Okay, cool. It I'm don't like, matter. I'm don't like Sherry, you know. Yeah, mm. so dope. I don't even need That's a last right. name. It's my homegirl right up right. in this motherfucker, dogs. Right, so motherfucking dope. Drop it. All right, babies. I didn't have to get the diabetes out. We just sat here and talked for a second. Benji had to blow his schnoz because he's got plague. No, I peed. He's got French plague. Yeah, French which, plague. I feel like that's where it started, the plague. The plague probably I did. Don't know. I don't know. Dirty French rats. They are dirty. Sons of bitches. I had some French, French people Airbnb my apartment. Oh, and, no. Uh, yeah, it sucks. They were like super French. And I didn't, I didn't care. <laughs> I'm sorry, but they were just like to come in, and I'm like showing them the air conditioner, and the lady's like, "We don't, we don't use air conditioning. We're French. We're not addicted." There's to no need to. This is what she says. She, she says, "You're not. We're not addicted to it like you Americans." It's like tw I've known you 30 seconds. Right, addicted to comfort. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, like it's a vice. Yeah. Like, Jesus oh, Christ. like being at human temperature is a vice. So you're just gonna stink up my room? Go ahead, stink up my goddamn room with your freaking bo. You know, I hated it. I turned immediately into shitty American. I'm right. from Vegas. I want air conditioning on in the winter. Of course you do. I want it of every step do. I walk. And you're on vacation. Take a vacation from your ridiculous mind. Oh, you know what I mean? And get on, get the AC. I was in Delaware the other day. Oh, yeah. that poor hotel. Yeah, I know. How cold I got. I might as well, polar bears would have yeah, ran the fuck out. All right? You're like, no air. You know what? No B&B either. Get out of my apartment. Yeah. Kick them out, <laughs> Bubba's. And never eat a crepe again. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll probably eat those. Those are good. Well, they are yeah. delicious. <laughs> With us is our amazing guest. Her name, she has no last name. She doesn't need it. That's right. She had one before the show, and then she realized that she could be the new Shara Madonna. She goes, fuck you, last name. So this is just <laughs> Lydia, everybody. The great Lydia. Lydia. Hello, hello. Welcome. What Thanks up? For Thank joining you. Us. Thank you. Now, before we get into feminism, you live in Paris, France. Is there anything <laughs> you want to say note, to Mr. Grant Gorsi cakes? I do, I do. No, no, I'm not going to be yeah, the yeah. first. Well, no, I think there's individuals, you know. No, I'm not going to be the first to defend the French. Yeah. I, I, I've experienced in seven years what they can be as well. And mm -hmm. Yeah, like I'm sure it's not everybody, you know, but it's unfortunate. Well, you know, that's also, they're coming into your home. That first thing to do, to criticize somebody, that's... <sighs> that's what yeah. I'm saying. I was open-minded, yeah, you know what course. I mean? And I'm like, yeah, they're French, but that doesn't mean anything. doesn't mean they're going to sure, be French. Sure. And they totally were. That's what well, it means. most stereotypes... <laughs> <laughs> doesn't mean they're going to be French, they're just French. <laughs> most stereotypes come from somewhere, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. How long have so. you been living there? Seven years. Oh, wow. Yeah. And what made you go out there? Yeah. Um, adventure, school, you know. I went to live for a year, and then I just kind of never came back. So mm -hmm. in love with the city of love? Yeah, sort of. It's a love-hate. It's a magnetic thing that keeps you there, even though it's kind of a shitty place. But oh. I imagine New York's kind of the same. Absolutely. Yeah. Great cities are like that. Yeah. yeah. Great uh, things are like that. That's a valid point. You know? Yeah. 
Well, that's our episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, everybody, that's existence I, in a nutshell. I feel Good like night. That, <laughs> I feel like that with New York all the time. Um, yeah. There's many times I'm like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm like Tony Roberts yeah, yeah. in uh, Annie Hall. I'm like, I'm looking at an imaginary friend named Max, the like California Max. Yeah. And then there's some nights when when things are going well oh, man. in New York and the weather's not too horrible, yeah. there's no slush on the ground, yeah. and things have worked out for you. You walk the streets yeah, and there's a glow to you. Yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm guessing Paris is very similar. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then you forget about the thirty two straight days you're going, I need to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd rather live in Prague. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course, has anyone ever wanted to leave Paris for Prague? <laughs> It'd be interesting. So real quick again, because now now this French thing is also interesting. Do they know you're seven years out there, do they as a whole, let's just generalized sure know that there's what their stigma is in the rest of the world and particularly america yeah yeah they do i mean i would say paris is very different than the rest of the country you know like parisians have a specific reputation for mm-hmm. being difficult they're supposed to be the worst yeah. yeah and they know it and they're the first ones to hate themselves like really? it's a, it's very interesting you, oh. you complain about them and the first ones to say oh i know we're the worst interesting okay. all right well you see that's redeeming i find that redeeming yeah but they, they also have a culture i mean this is another conversation but they also right. have a culture that's very based around complaining that's how you socialize with mm-hmm. people you know, really in the states you joke or you i don't know you talk about the weather or some shit some right. media we do love the weather out here. yeah well, no no you know you <laughs> small talk and the french go right to complaining that's how you can i don't access each other socially oh, that's interesting okay yeah. so if you and i are both uh parisians yeah and we see each other for break uh, for lunch because yeah. don't they have like seven lunches yeah no <laughs> damn it sorry just the Stop one my comedic effect yeah. <laughs> just, just the we one should've, we should've should've done done a uneducated. just lunch yeah. just one lunch <laughs> i want session you're lunch. Brunch. <laughs> that's what you're thinking of um so i am really sorry to interrupt but i am really curious in the personalities of countries how they each have their because I was just talking to someone about this. Germany's right next door, but such a different yeah. like national personality. Yeah. Europe yeah. is particularly crazy. weird like that. Yeah. And it's the same like distance of two states. Right. But how different is North Dakota than South Dakota as opposed to Germany and exactly. France? Yeah. Exactly. You know well, I mean? it's like, a totally different history. It's yeah. also much older over there. I mean, sure. the States is such a young place. We don't right. really think about that as Americans because we're so concentrated on our own, you know? Sure. But yeah, we're not even two hundred. What, what were we like two hundred and? We're not even two hundred fifty years old. I cannot do that math in my yeah, head. Yeah, it's a little too much right now. Sorry guys, it's still very early. So we happen. meet for breakfast. <laughs> Americans, and, right? <laughs> we meet for breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, get course, a German but, or a Japanese yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Outsource that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we meet. We meet for breakfast. I say hello to you, you say hello to me, and then your opening line would be, if you're... I'd be like, oh, fuck, I took the bus here, broke down, the driver said this, and this lady was complaining, what a bitch that she was complaining, and then, you know... This could work just as well in New York, Williamsburg. (laughs) Oh, Williamsburg, Uh, You know, certain areas, certain pockets. Yes, certainly. They didn't have the color flannel I wanted, (laughs) Urban Outfitters. That'd be Williamsburg's version of that. And, like, in the language, too, the vocabulary, there's so much vocabulary, different ways to express annoyance and irritation and oh really yes. yeah and one of uh, the common slang expressions you literally say that makes me shit and that means it annoys me hmm. that makes me shit yeah so if you were pissing me off I could say don't make me shit right now make you're me making me shit. shit you're making me shit I think that kind of takes the power out of being angry don't make me shit because <laughs> like, yeah. that that's uh, like I, I don't know. Well, I look at shitting as a positive thing. Yeah, so I don't think I'm backwards. I'm like, I hope <laughs> some alone I mean, you time. Say, yeah, please make You're me shit. Me Whatever you yeah. got, you know what I mean. Right. I'm dying over here. <laughs> Backed up for weeks. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say that France's rivals in England win that battle. They say taking the piss. Taking the piss. Yeah, piss yeah, is better than I love make that. me shit. I can listen to Gordon Ramsay yell that at people yeah. forever. Taking yeah. the so piss. So speaking of going back to the homophobia before I was introduced, there's also another slang term in French. The most sort of offensive. Please. You know, because in English we just say fuck for everything and it's every sure. type part of speech. Without a question. So mm-hmm. in French there are different degrees of vulgarity of ways to say fuck mm-hmm. or fuck you, etc. Okay. And the most vulgar, it's literally the verb for ass fuck. So you would say I ass fuck you or go ass fuck yourself. Okay. Mm. I think that's terrific. Yeah. yeah. What is that? Can we hear that word? Enculé. Ooh. Enculé. 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 So you can, if you wanted to call somebody an offensive word, you could say that they are an ass fucked. 
They're not an actual ass fuck. They're something that it's like got an adjective. Like you are right. an ass fucked. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's oh, terrific. Ass-fucked. So I guess re- being the receiver or the giver in that conversation, you know, in French, it would have Taking a different way. Right. Yeah. Well. And there's no blowback uh, from the, uh, no pun. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Sorry about that. Depends how the rest of the night goes. <laughs> What's the word for, uh, for blowback? <laughs> from the French gay community? I mean, don't they, you know? Uh, yeah, I guess people, it, it's such a part of language people don't even necessarily see it. Most people don't necessarily yeah, see it as homophobia. So, yeah, but so is gay. There is, I mean, yeah, point, people would you know? say the equivalent of the word fag, you know, to, you know, and that's mm-hmm. definitely been okay. criticized by I the really gay community. I really don't know much. Is, how, what is the, the gay community like there? Is gay marriage legal in France? Yeah, so we just got it legalized uh, last year. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Makes sense. But, but here, this will tie in. This will tie <laughs> into what we're doing as well, though. Are you right, ready for this? With ass fuck. You ready with this? Oh, I'm always ready. For not only is it saying a man who's not acting mad manly in the eyes of, of everyone by doing a homosexual act which is of course a flawed theory there's right. obviously a gay football player who would beat the shit out of all of us alphas who have never been with a dude um, I think women if you take it in the booty at all like guys want their girls to do it yeah. but if the word gets out that a girl gives it up in the booty what is, what is she is well, she's it's dirty like, it's like the word in English cocksucker you know which mm-hmm. is you, you know, you could say ostensibly it's used for men, but it's also like that's a negative right. thing. You're demeaning yourself. You are sure. going somewhere where I pee. That's what it is. That's real. That is. Right. And remember now, it does work other ways. Uh, the mafia for years, you were not allowed to go down on a girl yeah, and let Sopranos, that be known. That was a whole. That is a truthful line. thing. That is some real deal Why? thing. That's huh. like just not masculine. It's gay. Because you're being the submissive. You're being uh, submissive, and then the, the theory was also uh, if you lick that, <laughs> you'll lick anything. So that, that's really weird. I just, mean, is that wrong? I mean, that to me is the most homosexual thing I've ever heard. You know what I mean? Like, oh, if you lick that, you lick anything. Like, that's the worst thing to lick. You that's know the what well, I mean? You know, right. right? Like, that's that's gay as hell, dude. That's the gayest thing I've ever heard. You know? Come on. What are you, you going to do? If you lick tits, you don't get the reputation of licking anything. No. On contraire, <laughs> Lefty Johnson, he was a low-level informant. No, it's fine. <laughs> he licked two boobies, and they, they, he couldn't be the capo anymore. <laughs> All right, so... So let's feminism. Get, let's get into feminism. it, man. Let's get it. Now, how... Let's get that ism. When did you... Let's get some ism in our lives. Let's get some ism. When did you become aware that you... Uh, that this was something in your life? I mean, I think I have a um, unique case. I was... I really grew up in an environment absorb of that. I have three sisters and was raised by my mom. And my mom was, you know, burnt her bra, dropped a lot of acid in the 70s, vegetarian, always a big feminist. Okay. So I was sort of aware of all that stuff really early. We had um, our children's books. My mom would change all the pronouns to be feminine because there were never any children's books with female oh. characters Interesting. that were the heroes or the main characters or animals that were always, um, that were always masculine. So, and then I learned to read and, you know, <laughs> what the fuck? I've been tricked. Right. Right. Yes. Um, so I think I was aware of stuff pretty early. But um, when I finally decided to sort of make a professional life out of it um, was when I was doing my undergrad, the first class, the first gender studies class I took, I had a horribly incompetent professor. And sort of realizing how terrible she was at this thing made me want to do it right, I guess. And what are you doing professionally? So I'm a sociologist. Um, so I'm a researcher and a professor. Um, and so my specialty wow. is, um, so within sociology, my specialty is gender and sexuality studies. Okay. So it's a little bit different than feminist studies, which I have done as well, but there's, you know, within... Couldn't we call it a sort of applied feminist studies if we had, <laughs> like, right, and essentially, um, the sociological aspect of it? Not really, because, well, I mean, sure, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's splitting hairs, actually, because there's many different subgroups within any ideology. Sure. Um, but so we have, like, sexuality studies, gender studies, there's women's studies, feminist studies, and there's queer studies. So feminist Queer studi- studies, that's cool, just calling it queer studies? Yeah, Sounds it's a, a, weird. a name that has been reappropriated yeah. okay. by the communities. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Back, baby. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's hip to be queer. Yeah. It's blowback, <laughs> baby. <laughs> um, so feminist studies in the academic uh, world is more studying the history of different feminist movements and Makes ideologies sense. than right? okay. it is sort of um, scientific mm-hmm. and current. Mm-hmm. So that's a bit different. So yeah, okay. I, you know, I studied all that historical. Sure. Um, stuff because you have to. Right. But um, nowadays we, 
the the current movement is more queer studies and queer movements because one of the big critiques with feminism so there was three big waves of feminism in the western world right so right. break it down yeah yeah okay. yeah yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah yeah of course the, <laughs> right, the big three so. the kahunas <laughs> never forget <laughs> Yeah, the second wave was Johnny Mitchell's third album. <laughs> so the Sorry. first big wave of feminism was in the 30s and 40s. So 30s and 40s. Yeah. So women being, you know, um, sort of trying to enter the workforce for the first time, especially during and after the war. Right. Okay. Uh, when men were gone and sure, sure. Um, and then the second call that, uh, and, call that the League of Their Own era. Right. Okay, okay. If, you will, yeah. if, you're playing, if you're playing at home, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. And that's where voting the Rockford Peach <laughs> era. <Right. laughs> um, the second wave would have been in the sixties and seventies, right. so sexual liberation movement and stuff sure. like that. Okay. And then the most recent wave would be in the nineties. Interesting. Which is defined as what? Which is defined as less discrimination, equal uh -huh. rights, especially economic and work rights and things like that. And uh -huh. women being able to be, you know, in the 60s and 70s, part of sexual liberation was a lot about women being able to be more than just mothers and wives. Right. Or be mothers and wives also, but choice was the big word, right? right? Choice was what it was all about. And that applies to contraception and right. the democratization of contraception and sure. uh, abortion, abortion and things like that. Uh, yeah. Just to my naked eyes and ears, yeah. something I've noticed after e each of those um, start after like a sexual revolution, maybe not the 90s, but the 30s, right? The, the, the yeah, 20s yeah. was a sexual revolution, yeah. the roaring 20s. Yeah. I mean, they was make, it? yes, if you yeah. read about what was yeah. going on there, it makes a lot of yeah. what we think we're doing as rock stars. Part of, part of the roar. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We look like yeah. children's TV personnel. Yeah, people yeah. actually think that in the 60s and 70s is when people started having a lot more premarital sex and whatever, but it was actually in the 20s and 30s that the numbers just skyrocketed mm. for the first time people were doing And who was the yeah. forerunner? A little gentleman named George Herman Ruth. Babe Ruth, baby. Really? But you know, I would say it's kind of a chicken or the egg question. Okay. Okay. You know, did sexual liber liberation movements, however you want to call them, lead to more political rights, or did the the struggle for more political rights and mm. social rights lead to freer attitudes about sex? Mm. So, and so, sorry. So, just going back to Please. the three waves. So, Please, the, the, the wave. current wave is now usually referred to as queer queer movements. Mm -hmm. okay. okay, so we don't really. I mean, some people do still identify as as with the feminist movement. Um, which is fine and it's splitting hairs kind of. But the problem historically a lot with feminism was that it was, especially in the Western world, so okay. the US and Europe, was that it was really sort of um, relegated to a certain class of women. Um, upper class white women, mostly. You that's know. that's who everyone thought initially was a feminist. I, I mean, yeah, and then during a lot of a lot of movements, it was you know um, sort of a white man's burden feminist thing. So women uh. were, oh well, look at these uh, women in Africa or in the third world who have you know less rights than us, and we have to go and save them from mm -hmm. such and such thing. So and it was still you know certain. Um, it was still only these women that were mobilized and that were that were receiving the benefits of of that struggle. Um, and it was also just for women, and it excluded lesbians a lot, it excluded gay men, it excluded men altogether, it excluded um, trans people, it excluded intersex people. So part of the queer movement is expanding our definition of gender and sexuality. Um, and sort of questioning those definitions and categories to begin with, and then trying to make a space where everybody can, you know, because you can't, we can't have a movement without, without, with only half of the group, even right. if, you know, even if it includes lesbians, if it's just women, you know, um, it reinforces the idea that men are the enemy if we don't include them in our group. And we need men as part of our movement. We need straight men, we need gay men as part of our movement. Straight Otherwise, men are allowed? <laughs> yeah, straight men are allowed. Okay. Straight men are encouraged. Okay. Because I mean, you fill out your app right now. <laughs> okay. If you know, if 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 y'all are not a part of it, then we're not going to get anywhere either. Because most Thank of us right. have interactions. I mean, almost everybody, even lesbians, right, have interactions with. Right. And that's what blows people's minds. Some people click, go to extremes about it. Right. So if you're just a man hater, right? Right. You're not. Um, guess what? You're as bad as someone who hates black people. 
Like you're hating someone yeah. just based on what they are. It's insane. And also, it's it just reinforces this binarity with right. which there's only two categories, and we are natural enemies at two ends of a pole, <coughs> and we aren't. We can't be in it together. I, right. I always thought about that with the LGBTQT. Like there should be an S in there for straight. If you just want to make it everyone yeah. on the level playing field, yeah. Stop making. Stop building the walls higher and, right. and building yourself up. Just kind of knock them. But all that down. group yeah. is such the underdog now. Like I, I think that seems to be the hate that everyone is aware of now like i don't race is still going to be what it is for years but it's better it definitely is better i think uh i think women i think women y'all's moment is now i think y'all have been killing it in, in a lot of things uh I, I think people are starting to open their minds there's still going to be meatheadedness there's still going to be that she should be in my kitchen mm-hmm. but that shit is getting more quiet Right. But I think gay folk get bashed more and discriminated more yep. than anyone else now. And I think I think it's time to include them. Yeah, I mean, that's sort of, yeah, big current mm-hmm. civil rights movement. And I think these movements do spur other movements. I and mean, if you look yeah. at the 60s, it's also civil rights is, yeah. is happening at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So. well, when we question um, when we question a system of hierarchy, we right. we necessarily question all other hierarchies, right? Sure. So, and there's a, a new um, a new sort of theoretical trend, which is called intersectionality, which is really interesting. So it's figuring out how we can look at and understand people's experiences as as parallel experiences that are contextual. Mm-hmm. So take for example, I mean I'll make up a, you know, something that really combines all of it. So take for example a older <laughs> gay black woman who's also very poor, living in a poor community. Specific? Right. Yep. So her she represents many underprivileged categories. Yeah, sure that all might come out in different moments and in different contexts of her life. Right. So how can we study at what point, you know, at what point she's experiencing different things, at what point is her gender more present or more important or that discrimination? At what point is it her poverty that's, you know, she's mm-hmm. more right. suffering? So trying to, we're trying to create new methodologies and new ways to understand um, that kind of stuff, which is really interesting when you look at sort of um, civil rights movements and how things happen at the same time. Wow. Wow. So, so all right, let's let's get break down some of this though. I'm yeah. fired up now. Yeah, yeah. you're okay. also are so intelligent. I'm seeing yeah. two of the smartest guys I know, and we're all just <laughs> like, well, we gotta keep up. <laughs> I'm so I, I'm the supposedly the host of this goddamn show. I feel like I have the intellectual yeah. prowess of a of a dead ant with you three. You got you busted. It sounds like a kind of a cross. <laughs> you got the, the, the hand of the king over here is one of the most intelligent human beings I've ever met, and. And my homegirl just busting out, it out, dropping education bombs. Knowledge. Just like, boom! That's Knowledge. a book right this there. Good stuff. Boom! Yes. And I'm like, man, I'll tell you, that sh- that girl's really fucking hot on that <laughs> show. And I feel like that's my life, too. I don't want a relationship. That's a pussies. Well, you know, it. I sound yeah. like that in all other domains of my life. It's just when <laughs> you are that one thing that I know about that I, that I sound like. You're deliberate, well, baby girl. Well, I do yeah. have a question. Yes, you do, because you're smart, goddammit. Besides it. for the, the, the studying of it, what's happening in terms of, of practice or bringing it into reality for the public to, to be aware of all these things that's happening? Are there programs going on, or is it just an educational thing? That needs to happen. Um, do you mean about uh, women's rights or gay rights or the whole general the movement whole package? Of, yeah. yeah, of like we're all equal. Yeah, let's stop. Let's stop. I mean, I hope so, uh, and I think so. You know, um, there's it's it's a it's a really hugely complex question you just asked. Yeah. Um, so there's there's lots of different levels to it. There's uh, economic level, so you know, gaining ac- uh, equal access to resources, sure. um, and there's a political level of it, which is gaining equal access to certain political rights, marriage, for example, for for same sex couples, right. um, abortion, education. Um, equal paying jobs, any kind of um, political and economic rights you want to talk about. And then there's another level, which is the social cultural aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that's clearly a lot, a lot harder, right? I mean, and, and yeah. they, they, they can reflect each other and they can, um, they can encourage each other at those levels and they sort of have to. Um, but yeah, yeah, things are happening. Things are changing. There's lots of, um, you know, in the political system, it's it's a bit slowed down, and I don't have too much faith in the uh, American mm-hmm. political system in that regard. But I don't. Really? Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure that it's actually all that necessary. 
it is obviously necessary to have certain legal um, and economic rights. Mm -hmm. But what I personally believe is much more important is is this is yeah. interaction. The socio cultural right? thing is really the, st the is everything because it, it's just going to yeah. be an aesthetic at best with our government, yeah. and it'll look right and it'll sound right because sure. this is the way it sounds now. Sure. It's green, everything's green, sure. and now it's like everybody's equal. Yeah, you know, but right. And 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 bodies of bodies of government and laws and um, and economic markets mm -hmm. um, only respond later when there's already right. um, um, a movement from the people, right? So then how does that, I mean, does that, how does that do, work? I mean, what do you do for that? Yeah, you know? I, I mean, that's, that's a very complex question yeah. with a very complex and not exciting answer, which is right. that you do it very slowly, little by little. Right, right? of course. That you, sounds exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I mean, you know. Little by little, let's enjoy the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just ease into it, man. Mm -hmm. Don't rush in and Don't be like, oh, in. we just changed everything. Right. That's it. I mean, I'm, I'm excited about revolution also, but I think the 70s in America, people got a little bit close and then, or very close even, and it didn't <laughs> quite happen. And now I, I'm not sure. Well, the wave, as Hunter Thompson right. said, the wave, you saw it and then it yeah. disappeared. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's really what happened. Yeah, yeah. But you don't think we're still, but, I mean, a lot of what we have today, the change was because of that. I wouldn't say it disappeared. It's still the underlying basis. No, there. no, I, I didn't say disappeared. I just, I, that, the revolution that a lot of people were searching for didn't quite happen. And what do you um, see that revolution looking like? What people in the 60s and what, 70s were hoping for? Yeah, the final, the full-fledged. I think people were really hoping to break down systems of hierarchy in, in and, you know. That's that's far beyond just gender. I mean, that's oh class yeah 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 no I, I yeah I mean the all the civil rights movements all the liberation many you know in the sixties and seventies I think it was about a lot more you know um, opening up your mind and um, and all that kind of stuff um, and what impeded that. I would say consumerism. Yes, consumerism. Above all, that's Everybody people turned, don't uh, want to get rid of. That. Everyone got to their mid thirties. Yeah, is what happened. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's what kills like, <laughs> Oh, we don't get to have the comfort of yeah, our daily yeah, lives wait. with this. No, I'm not going to take wait it. A yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> does destroy yeah. being young and full of ideas and piss and vinegar. Yeah. yeah all yeah. of a sudden, it's like, oh, I have two kids. Right. The bills I just got to be in. comfortable. Yeah. yeah you and know, I'm still living in a apartment. I want a nice place to nap. <laughs> yeah, but now what we can do, you know, I think the the first things we start talking about it, right? We start yeah. sharing, we start learning, we start <coughs> talking about it, sure. and we start with education. We start with our children, right? Um, and we change our the way we see things and talk about things on an everyday basis, mm -hmm. and um, and eventually the world's. Right. You know, I think that is the best way up. to do it. You're not going to convince an 80 year old guy to change his mind on yeah. things. He's lost. And and fuck right, him but anyway, his right? kid's yeah. going to be like, Grandpa, you're being crazy <laughs> right now. Yeah. You need yeah. you need to kind of wait for that next generation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, yeah so which what, makes it a slow process. Yeah. So what I'm working on right now, which is how I, I think it, one way that it could happen, um, but it will take a generation to see it, whether or not it works, which is kind of the the tough blow of that is um, is sex education. Okay. And so working with different associations um, in France, so beyond just the, the the educational institutions, which themselves don't really do that much, um, working with other associations um, to provide other information um, to kids. So you know something like education and and. Uh, well, so but that, you mean sex education? I assume including. Lesbians, gays, you know, like a, a broader, we're not talking about just how to put on a con, like the sex education right, well, we all got. We're talking about like some sort of updated version, right? Well, that's, right? that's, that's exactly the goal is that um, we, we call it sexuality education. I see, okay. Um, and yeah. so, yeah, I mean, the. Even covering, I don't know, who knows, fetishes, I mean, stuff like that. What about that? Totally. I mean, you know so I mean? the like, school, the institutions of the school cover more, um, you know, put um, sexuality, human sexuality into. Um, into a biological and medical uh, framework. Right. So comparing it to, you know, you learn about like chickens or I don't know, whatever, and how cells- Very kinky chickens. <laughs> I don't know if you all know that. Yeah. The foreplay that goes on with chickens. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. A lot of analingus. I don't know if you all know that. They do it. They do it, man. That's where Porno got it, from chickens, dog. From chickens. I'm telling you, Stagliano saw that years ago, and boy, changed the whole industry. I'm sorry, go on. No, you're fine. Um, yeah, so you know, th there is um, sort of prevention and information that's taught sure. that 
that is still weak, but it's there, but it is only, yeah, it is only physical and medical and biological. Right. Um, and even that isn't done very well, I would say. Um, and then this, there's this whole, a few other things that are missing. So one, you know, the greater category I see it as is the um, le- intimacy, affection, and social responsibility. So when we're taught- That's ta- very valid, I think. Yeah, when we're taught prevention, we're taught how to wear right, a condom, right. prevent ourselves STDs, from AIDS or right. unwanted pregnancies. It's We're not taught how to- It's fear-based. It's completely just, how, yeah. What intimacy means, how to respect each other. I've been a mess of it my whole life. Because right? they don't <laughs> well, teach we you are, that. right? No, yeah. <laughs> and then you get porn and then it's like, well, what, I'm supposed to talk right. after yeah. and, and yeah. understand yeah. feelings? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're still here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so trying to put things into like a pro-sex movement. So that would include like, um, that would include homosexuality, bisexuality, transgender uh, identities, um, and things like that. And it also includes, um, you know, what I find really important that's missing is prevention of violence. And Mm. you could, physical physical violence, uh, sexual sexual violence, and also uh, we call symbolic violence, which would be like sexism and discrimination could be construed as symbolic violence. As is violence, sexism. Well, demeaning you because you're a woman yeah, is I mean, a form I, of violence. I won't get into it. There's a whole uh, sort of theory of, of symbolic violence. So, But something that's um, repetitive and institutionalized that reduces somebody's capital, basically, and the way that they... Social capital, we presume. Yeah, yeah. social capital, cultural capital. Right. Yeah. Wow. And then... So, but, the, but yeah, but d- domestic violence, yeah, but also, I mean, you know, forms of sexual violence as well that are verbal or so, physical mm, rape. Rape, like obviously, that. sexual violence. <laughs> so there isn't really any kind of prevention um, in sex ed that's, um, that concerns that. And if there is, it's always given to girls almost exclusively. So mm. it's, you know, it also has a very sexist nature, which is that it's, Only it's women who have to, to protect ourselves. Victims, right? Right. And Not the guys it's be still asking. our responsibility somehow. So God, that there's is a lot of horrible what we call slut shaming, yeah. Yeah, and that's a big buzzword now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it seems to be overused. Yeah. Seems like everything's slut shaming. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you're eating string cheese. Whoa, what? What, the, what does that mean? <laughs> right. Why you slut shaming? No, I'm just asking. You're eating. String yeah, how cheese. you <laughs> eat string cheese? Well, like, I, I remember a True Detective early in the year, right? Uh, there was an episode where Woody Harrelson's daughter was getting like tag teamed in a car. And he, of course, like most parents, I think were like, what are you doing? This is nonsense. Now he was, pro- he was a bit abusive obviously, but I think anyone's parent would have done that. And then the, like the lead in Rolling Stone or some review online was slut shaming. It's like, all right, I get it. But like, do you want your 16 year old getting tag teamed? Uh, I had to break right. it to you. If I had two girls at 16, um, I wouldn't have been, uh, they wouldn't be hanging my jersey in the rafters at my family. They'd be, what are you doing? That's, right. an, that's an extra two bodies that you could get pregnant. You should be studying <laughs> and learning your lines for plays because I was in theater then. All right. Mm-hmm. But, right. I, I understand where you're coming from. I guess what you could think is if he had had a teenage son and found him with two girls, would he have uh, guilted and judged her with the same degree? Uh, guilted him and judged him? No. I'm telling you, I would have got my balls busted. I'm telling you that. Because it was like, how irresponsible you are. I get it, though. There is that status. It would have been a fake anger, but there definitely would have been a little bit of a nudge. Possibly. You know, probably. Come on. I think part of what this comes from with sex, too, is when we go back with, like, the uh, the whole, I hate to beat a dead horse, but that the anal sex thing, right? Mm-hmm. Taking seems to be judged upon. Like, if you're the one aggressing... That's the winner. Because so, you're still in the male role, yeah, so to speak. You're conquering. Mm-hmm. So if right. a guy's having sex with two women, mm-hmm. you're I've conquered. Mm-hmm. That's like, um, so you reminded me of, um, there was, during the World Cup, there was the famous game with Germany and Brazil, right? And yes. the Germans, you know, beat them. And yeah. Very bad. It was this very humiliation and stuff. And there was lots of viral things being being sent around about Germany raping Brazil, right? Yes. About just this violent mass rape that happened. So it's it's that discourse, and that's that's a, a type of discourse that comes up again and again, and has um, about about violence and conquering, right? Conquering yes. and ge- and the the gender division of that as well. And y- do you get offended when rapes used like that? Oh, absolutely. You do. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I, but, I think we do use that word a lot. 
Absolutely. Not only does it, it minimizes this issue, it because it takes meaning away. For, it's like uh, when people make jokes about, oh, I'm, um, I'm a organization Nazi or something. You know, people people minimize this thing. That yeah. all right, and we could say that's in the past. It's still like, it, and that everyone's Hitler. A anyone yeah. who's sure, done any right, sure. problem. Right. To you, when you're right. waiting tables and they d gave you a bad tip. Oh, right. Hitler on table three. Yeah. But just because he gave you five percent instead of twenty, that yeah. guy's Hitler. Right. Uh, okay, but that's it's also ridiculous. rape is this this very unique thing in our world because it's um, it's very ubiquitous and it's very invisible at the same time. And most people have, um, and because that's what we're that's what we're explained, one very specific vision of rape that in reality, you know, so what we would call stranger rape. So some guy follows you in the alleyway, holds a knife up to you and rapes you. Yes. Right. This is the vision that most people have of rape. And this is what, what we what we come what we come to learn as a definition and what um, what we are reminded of. But this is less than, you know, one percent of the reality of rape. And up until very, very recently in the Western world, um, and still in many third world countries, rape by a partner, by a husband, is not considered rape. Yes. Legally. Right. And socially. It's right. still legally not. Yes, in many countries, yeah. Well, that's insane. Yeah. And up until quite recently here as well, I don't know the date exactly, but, um, you know, and still most people wouldn't call it that. You know, um, there was this episode of Mad Men a few years ago where Joan is raped by her husband in the off one. That piece and, of garbage. Right. Yeah. And no. I remember a lot of people just saw that as, as a sex scene, quite neutrally, or maybe a bit aggressive. You know, people are very ambivalent to put this label of sexual violence or rape on something because we see it as one very specific thing, or it's a war crime, or it's a stranger, or it's it's a it's a psychopathic person, yes. it's a mental illness. It's not. It's mostly not. You but, know. Mm. So this, you you know, applying it to the football game, the Germany uh, Germany Brazil football game or something, yes. it's wildly offensive. Yeah. And it, well, it's wildly ignorant. Now, with that <laughs> word, though, yeah, I was gonna say, are you locked? Go, go, go. Yeah, I was, uh, and maybe also because we work in comedy, so there's a yeah, lot of times just, with like a rape joke has causes all this. We overuse all of these words. Stir. I mean, but what you, for strong language. What do you think happens when a word is used like that? To, do you really think people are desensitized to it or have a different view on it? If let's say the headline said Germany kills Brazil in this soccer football match, whatever. Do you think that minimizes murders? I think still people will have the same reaction that m murder is a terrible, awful thing we don't want. It's just a word choice to show, like, I don't know, it's exaggerated. It's headlined. It's buzz. That's kind of they what people use. They did take their dignity right. without people, concern for People them. use those words all the time. You know, I'm going to kill yeah. that guy. Uh, crazy guy. I'm going to kill him. But yeah. like, you're not going to kill him. No one, no one really thinks sure. that. Sure. But words are, words are quite powerful, right? Words are a performance. And I don't mean a performance like we choose to play a role. I mean, they're a performance. They enact an action. By, um, by using certain language, right? You could talk about hate speech. You could talk about um, you know, the N-word, famous words that, that mm -hmm. bring up a lot in history, especially in American history. They, they perform an action. They, they create something. So yeah, I do think it's it could be construed as a type of discrimination or violence, and I do think that people become desensitized to it, and people get confused about the meaning, and I, I do think there are effects. Can it ever be used with humor? Like uh, we had a huge controversy about a year ago. Sure, yeah, I remember. friend of the show. Like every year, oh, every yeah. year, but yeah, Jezebel really went after someone, and I. I didn't look at this joke as a sec as a rape joke. Are, mm -hmm. are you familiar with what I'm talking about? Should I paraphrase no, the joke? I or? was familiar with the big one like two years ago, maybe. And the, yeah, mm -hmm. and I, I remember the Jezebel articles about that, but I don't think. Ah, uh, yeah, a friend of ours. He basically, yeah, I and mean, he has a show on the network, uh, Sam Morell. He had this this very good joke that I look as more of a misdirection joke. Mm -hmm. It was a yeah, it's a twister. Yeah, it was a uh, basically implying what was it. That Said, is girl. Yeah, he was having sex with a black woman, and she she kept dropping the N word. No, no. no and and then he it was roughly something like that. I probably butchered it. He, but, people think it's going to be a racist right, joke. People think it's going to be racist, right. and then they're right. And then he There's, tags. It's a rape joke. Now, what he's basically saying it's a deeper he, and, joke than just. And then that. he has another line like, "Oh, you guys were worried I was going to say the N word, but it's only a rape joke." And that's, so he kind of <laughs> calls out the right. yeah. And no, that see, shows I, how comfortable I, people are yeah. with that. He's really yeah. deep. And then he got murdered by Jezebel, yeah. and a lot of comics went to his defense, and it yeah. became a huge bloodbath. And my problem was I, 
First of all, do you have a problem with that joke? No, I actually find that kind of, yeah, humorous. <laughs> humorous. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, I, I don't think it's impossible to make funny or, or, um, or to use. Well, it can't be. I mean, it's right, just, nothing, it's just right? important. Everything can be used, know? yeah. But I see that, I see that, especially because of context, is very different than the example with Germany and Brazil Germany. games, for example. Yeah. Right. That's crazy. It's sloppy, basically, yes. and it's probably un- it probably is unnecessary. Well, but on another just, level, you can't have a society where people are just so afraid to say anything, you know, because right. then that creates that dynamic, which then creates the the pent up energy of not saying those things and then it coming out right. somewhere else. Because so it's it's kind of a catch twenty two, you right. know, right? Yeah, and it just uh, my anger. I got really angry a year ago when this was going down because I thought. A lot of the people who were uh, attacking Sam over it were using this to get over, to use a wrestling term, to get attention. And that disgusts me because rape is the worst thing in the world. And, you know, I think we all probably had people raped in our families and lives. And it's uh, horrible to see it happen. And it's just just the worst. And then to use it to I mean, to really make it sound like he was going like like no one went to the comedy club at night on the fence going, ah, oh, man, morally, I don't know what to do. I really want to rape someone, but I shouldn't. And then hear that joke and go, Eureka, now I'm right. just going to do that. Sure. And well, to use that as yeah. this is going to lead to that is, is to me, dis, is just disrespectful and it, to me, not helping the victims. Well, the was, any, was they, anybody suggesting that people in the audience would be convinced to well, rape the, the idea is like it, it, yeah, it like desensitizes people yeah. or like, I don't know, it's rape culture that we're proponents of. Yeah. But I think I agree. Like, no one's going to flip their idea on, on their view on rape because of because that. Because of that joke. Right. Well, it's it's insane. And I think also what kind of happens is the people who weren't insulted hear other people, you can't say that, and they go, oh, get out of here. It's just a it's joke. A con- and now they're, yeah, yeah. you're being so sensitive, you guys sure. are now being crazy, and you can kind of almost further the divide because of that. But sure. I agree with you. Don't, it's just, well, it's just like, it's context. Like, you're right. Like, using that sloppily just to say Germany rape Brazil is sloppy. But in a comedy club, it's a comedy club. Yes. Okay, like that, that's a beautifully well thought out he didn't come out just like oh so i have rape right guys you know i mean like that's not you know which is very different for me than the daniel tosh thing where he made a joke and then somebody got up and he yelled at her in front of a group of people that girl should be raped by five dudes tonight that's entirely different that is once again more sloppy and irresponsible use of that word that's not even a joke it's It's just harassment i just harass somebody using sexual violence as a weapon right using his masculinity as a weapon, which it often is. I would agree with that in that situation, without a doubt. But yeah, then I, again, yeah, well, okay. I don't like. I don't do rape jokes. I don't. I never liked them. No, I don't uh, do either. The Sam joke, like I said, is something different. I defend a good joke. Any yes. good joke. Would, do you think it would be different if Daniel Tosh was a female comedian? And suggested a girl in the audience got raped. Right. Yeah. So what kind of happened there is he made a rape joke. She got up and yelled out, "You can't joke about that." And he said, "Wouldn't it be funny if five guys raped her right now?" Right. Mm-hmm. Not a very clever, good joke. Sure. I'm going to admit that. that. Is not. But let's just say well, that sure. happens. With a female comedian made a rape joke. Someone yelled yeah. at her, and she goes, "Wouldn't it be funny yeah. if that happened?" Would that change it? Um. Yeah, it would change it. I would still be unacceptable, in my opinion. Still would be. Yeah. Should be. Should still be unacceptable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, that's part of the context, right? Is that he's a man and she's a woman. So, right. so yeah. See, we got to the bottom of shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, have to wrap. we got to the bottom of the really we, no, right? Know. Do we start being try? I mean, I hate, I hate using like the slippery slope argument, but then any type of language could offend someone out there or right. change people's context. If they say giant win and tall people are like, I don't like when people say giant. It yeah. makes me feel bad. Can we not use that language now? I mean, where do we draw the line in terms of what language is allowed to be used. Right. Um, I, I mean, I guess language wouldn't be something I would f- put too much. I mean, it's obviously it's very important, our discourse, right. but certain words are less important than the the um, the collection, the collectivity of a discourse that we uh-huh. use, right, in, in my opinion. Right. I think a lot of these people love getting angry at I wouldn't put you in this category, obviously, but they'll love getting angry. I think the Redskin example, the Washington Redskins, yeah. people love getting angry at it and protesting have to change it. But those people aren't going out and helping Native Americans. Oh, yeah, with, yeah, with, yeah. Like if you really Probably. thought this was an issue, go do something and don't don't just you know piss off this football team. Of course, it's just lazy, um, right? Lazy, um, sort of American PC without Outrage. activism right. and stuff. Yeah, right. Yep. That's it. All right, uh, this is my last question, then we have to wrap it up, and this oh. has been outstanding. Oh, too bad. Oh, wow. I uh, use a word, I use broad a lot. Uh-huh. Am I part mm-hmm. of the problem? 
No, I like broad. I use broad. Isn't yeah. it mean like a strong woman? Well, yeah, you're fine. well, yeah. It's Are you really worried about that? You got broad, broad shoulders, city on? maybe. I no, have said, great, yeah. yeah. I have said broad for years, and I've been given business by some women. Really? Yeah. Well, I no, some I mean, I, I find um, I have trouble with the word. Well, I would absolutely never use the word slut, and I find it quite horrific. <laughs> Ever? Yeah, unless to refer to. Um, man, like, sluts. being a slut. <laughs> <laughs> but even then, it's like you're a man slut. A man's never just a slut. You're a man whore, a man, a man whore. slut. Yeah, yeah, no, slut and whore um, are are unacceptable in my opinion. I've been a slut. I've been a slutty whore at times, without a question. <laughs> are you kidding? I'm, I'm I'm the first. Well, I shouldn't say this now because it's all but the, mine. It's she a meaningless it, word, right? Slut doesn't actually mean anything because, I, personally, I have been called a slut for not responding to a man who is harassing me sexually on the street, right? So yes. I've been a slut slut for not engaging in sexual activity. You yes, could be a slut right. for engaging in sexual activity. You could be a slut in sweatpants. You could be a slut with your tits out. You could be a slut right. mm-hmm. as an old woman, as a, you know, whatever. It's, it's a completely meaningless word. It's not based on anything real. And what it's based on is a double standard by which women are not allowed to engage in the same activities men are. Right. So it's a meaningless word. Bitch, I don't appreciate entirely. Every now and again on a special occasion, I will call <laughs> a very aggressive woman a bitch. Really? Yeah. But what about, the, what about the colloquial use of it? Ooh. You know, just the bitch, please. Son of you a know? bitch. Yeah. Context, you know? I guess. Yeah, if you're being facetious, sure. But I don't, you know, I, I know somebody who every time she refers to women and she's a girl and she's kind of got a vulgar mouth. This bitch. It's just, yeah, those bitches. Just right. about, you know, the girls well, at a table way that, next to that, us. Or... That black people use the N-word. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sure. Well, there are a lot of words. It's funny, my girlfriend doesn't like uh, lady. Cause lady. Yeah. Or they'll, or All specifically, right. specifically, if you'll see it on a menu. <laughs> okay. Well, just, just, <laughs> well, walks out on every Jerry Lewis movie. Just <laughs> can, can it's more, good. it's more. Hey, what? The Sinatra. <laughs> when you listen to Sinatra's greatest hits, luck be a lady and I skip it. Back to summer wind, motherfucker. No, but I kind of understand. It's more like, like if it's on like hey a menu, or like uh, you can get the steak or the lady steak, and it's smaller and not like uh, the rest. Oh, of the Jackie won't do that. Like you'll see on a, like the ladies menu is here, oh, and she's like. Oh, don't, don't do that. That's what good. I have trouble, I mean, I feel disingenuous doing it, but, um, you know, friends, female friends of mine who, you know, will, hey, lady, or right. hey, ladies, and it's yeah. a bit, do we always need to acknowledge our gender? That's a bit, uh, that's another conversation, but saying, uh, do we yeah. need to gender ourselves? Right. What about dude, though? Can you call, be, can I call a lady dude? I see dude as being neutral. Yeah. Dude is I, neutral. I call anybody in dude. Good, yeah. I hope so. Or guy, so, yeah. What's up, guys? Guys, sure, guys yeah. right, guys is okay. What, yeah. is she from suburban Boston? Hey, guy, hey, guy. Or Philly? Guy, hey, guy. Hey, guy, hey, guy. Yeah. Uh, also, the idea of like that's not very ladylike. Right. Is, right. Like you never see that man like not very. I guess right. it's not very. Like sure you do. Yeah. 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 Dude should I mean, act like gentlemen. Are, what, what, what are we doing here? I wish we had like six more hours, but because yeah. uh, you know gender c- categories, the construction of gender is is a weapon for both men and women. I right. think it's something a system of domination necessarily alienates both the dominating and the dominated. Right. So yes. I would say that men are often um, victims of victims men often succumb to uh, mm-hmm. to that as well Absolutely. and that masculinity especially Absolutely. is used in many ways like be this is thing that I, and I, it's especially marked in american culture which is not quite as present in european cultures right um is this you know be a man be a man be eat tough, a steak be strong whatever you know? like don't, don't, hard dick don't cry you know? be a man Dick's just always got to be hard. Always a hard dick. Can't ever 24 flat. hours hard dick. Yeah. You know, dick does not Veins take breaks. Veins bulging out of your face. Right. Just yeah. absolutely ready yeah. to go. It's also like if time. you're being like emotional. Like yeah, don't right. cry. Be, be a man. man. Be like, come on, be, be a man. man. Right. Yeah. I've stopped the Tori Amos record. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'll be but honest I, with you. I, you know, this is, and I, I might be, and I, I know we're, we're near the end, and I want to yeah, get on. roll. I might be getting on shaky ground for myself here. Shake it But sometimes when... There's there's a difference, there's a fundamental difference between the genders, and sometimes there are nece- necessary gender roles that need to be played, right? But then sometimes I feel like you feel like, for example, simple things like helping someone move. Okay, like I was helping my girlfriend move right at one point, and you know she didn't get anyone else to help, and I'm I'm just I'm just doing all of it. You know what I mean? And I'm like I'm really I just really wish there was another guy here, and she's like I'll be a guy, and I'm like you're not gonna be a guy. You you can't be a guy. You know what I mean? I wish you could, but you know it's that kind of thing where it's like sometimes it's like. The, the feminist thing is like, yes, yes, equality, equality, equality. But then another thing, there's just, just, just some fundamental things like that. Right. Like mm-hmm. just, just like that brute, simple 
animal strength type of thing. If your girlfriend you know was Ronda I mean? Rousey, though, right. yeah. she'd you outman you in that move. You can't deny so. that like, average height is different from right. men to right. females. And, but, and then like sometimes, but then sometimes women will, when it's convenient, play into that. Even women who call themselves feminists, you sure. know what I mean, will at times be like, but you know what I mean? We'll do that, and I think we like it as men too, like that little girl thing. And it's like, sure. oh, I'm, I'm helping. You know, I'm a strong man helping yeah. a little lady. Like that's, yeah. uh, well, you know, quality, let me put my jacket down over the puddle. Equality doesn't know? mean being identical, right? Right. Right. So that's a separate thing, um, and you know, playing up one person playing up their gender necessarily, especially in an opposite sex interaction, yes. one person playing up their gender necessarily incites the other person to play up their gender exactly. because they are A and B on a pole and one can't, A can't exist if there's not a B, then A is just neutral, right? It's not an A, you don't need to label it A if there's not a B. Exactly. So they necessarily define each other right. and play off of each other. And there's lots of research to show that, for example, like, um, when men and women are in mixed groups, um, actually like their gender will be played up a bunch more and when men and women are by themselves, but then in certain circumstances, when mm -hmm. men are separated, women. But you know, I think the idea of, of difference, gender difference, um, is, is undeniable. Um, I think this should be part of the education. You know what I mean? Honestly, that goes into it. That there like, are differences? Well, like these fundamental differences, yes. Because I feel like it just gets muddled up as everyone's the same. If you think it's different, you're stupid and you're being an ignorant idiot. No, no, no. We, you know what I we mean? We do definitely yeah, learn yeah. about that. Right. But, um, you know, all, all I would say in closing is that I would um, encourage everybody to uh, question and ask themselves where those differences come from. Right. We're very easy as individuals and as a culture to say that it's inherent and biological and fixed. Right. And the wave that I come from is that it's entirely socially constructed. Hmm. That doesn't mean it's not real, it's very real. Right, and it's real on both sides. And that's, it's re it's yeah, real exactly. everywhere, right. yeah. It's, it's very real, it doesn't mean that. It just means that it doesn't come from anywhere that's fixed. Right. It's, right. it's malleable. Right. And there's a great power and excitement in that as well. Yes, absolutely, and hope. Well, yeah, I think yes. a better way of looking at it, instead of saying everyone is equal, no one is equal. And everyone's their own individual, and they're allowed to do whatever they want. Right. So there's never going to be someone that's just like me. And like you, were, you gave that example earlier of like, an elderly African-American woman who's gay and poor and all of that, she has her list of everything she is, but everyone has that list of everything they are. And our job, I think, is to make sure you're allowed and I support you and everyone's allowed to be whoever they want. Mm -hmm. And right. let's all be friends. Right, we're let's all, all be we're friends. All snowflakes, but no one is equal. I think Nietzsche would be proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> Lydia, thank you so much. Well, it's my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for having this me. This is the best. Uh, do you want to plug anything? Or? Oh, no. I you have plug, plug opening your mind. Read books oh, yeah. and well, don't, talk. Don't talk. plug your mind. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> talk about this stuff, you <laughs> yes. know. Get it out there. <laughs> yeah. Let it out. I agree. Yeah. Bench! <laughs> the best of BS on the Twitter. Best. The best. Uh, but check out all of Stand Up New York Labs podcast. We have a special mm -hmm. promo code LUST for all our Canadian fans Lust. out there. Half off tickets to the club. Come to shows. Spread the word. Continue showing the love. Listen to all our podcasts. And uh, be fair to everyone. Be yes. fair to Or be fair to no one. <laughs> yes. No, be fair to everyone. But everyone's allowed to do their own thing. Fuck, my head's exploding. Yeah, Maka. right. <laughs> Heavy. Just uh, go Grant Gordon on Twitter. That's all I need. That's all I want. But I appreciate it. All you need is one mic, baby. That's it. You and Nas. Me and Nas. Well, then we'd be sharing one mic, I presume. Oh, but yeah, fuck, that's fine. Fuck Go Nas. E Street Band style. Yeah. James L. Mattern. That's it. There's no more Mad Dog in my life. It's done? Yeah, it's still on this podcast. We're going to get new artwork and all that yeah. in a second. We'll take care of it. Don't worry about mm -hmm. that, baby. We, we, we just... Got the team on it. We just took care of Corleone family business. I'm going to say the last three months of my life has felt like the end of a Godfather movie. Like, I've gotten rid of all these other things. <laughs> Are you Nickname, keeping the L? Hat. You're going James L? I have L? to do L because it, it, you can't find James Mattern. So it was like, all right, Twitter, all that. So I'll be James L. Mattern. You get rid of your gender next. Yeah, he Ooh. has. Well, no, I, I I wanted my gender. That's why I'm not going by Jamie because Jamie, I yeah, you I, had, have, you I had have slept with Jamies. Um, I've never slept with a James, so it, to me, it's a lady's not name. Not yet. Well, give it time. <laughs> I mean, the way things are going. Let's, yeah. Let's have that question again. Maybe a million dollars on the line. <laughs> a million dollars. Well, that's someone else's horrible bit. We'll get to that another time. Uh, so James O'Mattern, um, send your concerns and your questions to us, and anyone you think who should be on here, please get them on here. Uh, keep being who you is. Mad love, catch a Tory in the booth. Mm. About to make big moves. Going to become the third executive producer behind Super Tramp or with Super Tramp and Minnesota Jump Batagate if he gets this guest that we were talking off air. <laughs> My dude! 
getting yeah. bumped up in the status. Woo! Love it. Matt Ladonnie, Gabe, everyone putting it together here at Stand Up New York Labs. Man, we doing it right. Um, we're gonna do something special in two weeks for the one year anniversary show. We recorded one year ago on the last episode, but our actual 52nd episode, one year, we ha- I've got some ideas and we're gonna go crazy. So we'll have fun. Mad Teaser. love to y'all. We'll see you next week. Mad love, be who you are mm-hmm. and try it, you know, open your mind and experience everything, okay? And be real humans. Yeah. I'm James L. Madden, baby. We're all worth a million in prizes. Booyah. Woo, Woo son. <laughs>